And a good Saturday morning to you, and also a happy Mother's Day weekend to all you moms out there. We are live this morning at Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast. If that sounds familiar, you've probably seen one of our Bayou Wild TV episodes in Kaplan, Louisiana. And joining me is Barry Toops. And Barry, give us a little overview about what you got going on here at Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast, and also known as Crawfish Haven. Good morning, Don. This morning, uh, we we um, we live here at Crawfish Haven. And we, uh, what we do here, we offer crawfish excursions. We take people out on the boat crawfishing. We, uh, it's a bed and breakfast also. People stay here from all over the world. If you get on your phone and Google crawfish excursion or crawfish, uh, or crawfish tours, we're the first ones to pop up in the whole world. So we're getting people from all over. And, and COVID's starting to ease up a little bit. This week I had people from France. I had three different groups from France this week. People from all over the world come here to Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast. And you left out one very important thing. After you take the people on the excursion and they catch the crawfish, what do you do with them? We cook them. It's not catch and release. No, sir. And listen, I had four people here from France this week, and they, uh, I, I bought 30 pounds of crawfish for four people. And they said, there's no way we're going to eat all that. And they ate almost every bit of them. Uh, I can understand that. Barry, you also have some hookups for campers, and you know, you're you going to have a reunion here for a Landry family with a band. Uh, some of the other things besides people staying here, going on your excursions and boiling crawfish, what else do you offer here? we got a fish pond in the back where people get to catch bass, brim, and catfish. And uh, I probably had 80 to 100 people catch their first fish over here. We're not going to mention what the secret bait was yesterday, but we had a gentleman here, Danny Desher, caught his first bass, a huge fish. He fought it like a champ. He's got a broken finger. He didn't make any difference. He landed that fish. But some of those brim in there are very impressive. We got some brim that are almost a pound. I would say some of them are over a pound now. But they're well fed with crawfish, and uh, it, it's fun time for kids or grown-ups. Well, everybody seems to be well-fed around here. Barry, if somebody wants to find out all the information and find out about booking dates here, what is the best way to get in touch with you? Crawfishhaven.net is my website, or you can contact us at 337-652-8870, or we're on Facebook. But if you forget anything and you Google crawfish excursion or crawfish tours, we're the first one to pop up. All right, another thing, too, is the excellent cuisine here. Barry's an excellent cook. We enjoyed some crawfish etouffee, makes crawfish omelets in addition to his boiled crawfish. You can't go wrong with a trip to Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast. Barry's going to be back with us a little bit later on. In the meantime, well, you know, it doesn't seem like it, but it's opening day of the May squirrel season in Louisiana. we got 90-degree temperature forecast. Who is going squirrel hunting in this weather? Are you? Also, i got a report of a pompano run. I'll have details where you can find them. We've got a new CCA reef in the works for Big Lake folks. We're going to talk to Captain Kirk Stansel at Hackberry Rod and Gun. It's almost right in his front yard. We'll talk about that. And with the red snapper season approaching, people are going to be fishing offshore. Uh, we're going to have a special guest joining. His name is Dr. Nick Haddad, and he's going to tell you how you can get some free, that's right, F-R-E-E, legally required release gear for offshore anglers. That's coming up a little bit later. And also speaking of gear, well, this week's bad boy of the outdoors, he got a citation not for over the limit, not for taking game of fish out of season, 
but a gear violation that you may not be aware about. We'll tell you about that. Plus, we invite your text messages. I see they're coming in now at 504-260-1870. It's live and direct here to our mobile studio. Also got a coastal marine forecast for you. Not too bad looking today. Offshore is going to be westerly winds, 10 to 15, 2 to 3 foot seas. Northwest wind on the inside to start. Light winds only 5 to 10, some smooth conditions. Average tide is rocking and rolling, 1.4, good tide movement. And the Mississippi River level is steady at 11.7. So the stage is set. Before you trip out, stick around with us. Pour yourself another cup of coffee, and we'll be right back to talk to the, the man who survived a brown recluse bite, Robbie Campo from Shell Beach. He's up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, welcome back to our live broadcast from Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast, also known as Crawfish Haven in Kaplan, Louisiana. We're going to be going out for a crawfish excursion, working the traps, bringing the bugs in and boiling them up, and, well, you know what's in store for them after that. All right, we got a fishing report from Robbie Campo, uh, the latest survivor of a brown recluse bite. Uh, Robbie, uh, yours was pretty severe. I got a text message coming from Bidico Tommy. He said uh, he got bitten 20 years ago by a brown recluse, and he spent nine days in the hospital. How was your stay? In the hospital, eight days at Shalmet Ashna here um, from a brown recluse spider bite. Um, he got me between my armpit and my, and my elbow on my left arm uh, and my bicep. Uh, it was no joke. Uh, within within three hours of being bit, I had 103 fever, so... It's a, that's a, you know, that spider's a pretty powerful, uh, little guy there. Um, he got me pretty good, but I did get to hospital in time, so I didn't have any necrosis set in. And, um, it, it kind of made like a big burn, uh, on my arm down, like a big blister. And, you know, but nevertheless, I stayed on antibiotics for eight days. And, uh, now I'm back at work, so. Enough about the spider bite. Let's get to the fishing. This week here was <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> yeah, this week here was off the charts. Um, uh, yesterday, not so good because of uh, the weather that passed through yesterday morning uh, about about 8 o'clock or so. But other than that, after the weather passed, um, you know, the fishing picked back up, and it, yesterday evening turned out to be pretty good. So, uh, But this past week... Right here at Lake Bond, um, you know, Lake Bond at the fort here, all the way down to the eastern shoreline of Lake Bond, uh, up in the Bluffy Marsh over the Oyster Reef. I'm talking like in uh, Lawson Bay and, you know, areas out, you know, uh, Drum Bay, uh, Christmas Camp Lake, uh, Comfort Island, um, you know, in that area. Bay Elwha was good uh, over, the, over by the rigs. Um, out by the Long Rocks was good. At the islands were good. So, uh, you know, um, I think today's going to be a pretty good day. There's no reason to sit in the house, take your mom fishing, come on out, come on down to Campos. We've got plenty of live shrimp, and we're waiting on you. Robbie, is that what most people were using when they're going with the live shrimp or the combination of that and the plastics? Um, i tell you the truth, Don. Um, a, lot, a lot of the fish that were caught this week was caught on, on live shrimp. Um, you know, I, I did have some people catch them on plastics, but, uh, you know, for the most part, most people were out there fishing with live shrimp because, you know, they were they were buying them up like hotcakes around here. So, um, you know, and they said live shrimp seemed to be the ticket, so I had to go with what they're saying, you know what I mean? Uh, but I did have some I did have some guys catch them on plastics, 
out there by out, out by Brett Allen um, that went out there wade fishing. You know, the guys get in the water. They don't take a lot of bait with them. Uh, uh, plenty of sharks out there, so be careful, guys, and we don't need nobody bit. Um, I had two guys this week lost both their stringers of fish. <laughs> got, them, got them bit right off their side, so be careful out there. I'm not getting in that water. I'll go out there fishing, but I'm not getting in that water, Don. That ain't happening. Look, I've been on this water all my life. I, I'm I just know better. I'm not getting in it. <laughs> you can survive a brown it, recluse bite, but uh, yeah, a shark right. Bite, but yeah, else, right. Yeah. My luck, I go out there, I get my leg bit off, <laughs> a chunk bit out of me. No, I'm good. I'm I like it in a boat. So, uh, but you know, they got people that's adventurous and they like that kind of stuff. You know, hey, and that's more power to you. It's just not this cat. I'm not going to do it. So. <laughs> but well, sometimes said, you can. Sometimes you, know, you can stand said, on the um, bank and fish from the beach. Yeah. Right. Well, look, I'd rather stand on a wall and fish hardheads all day than go get in that water out there and not, not know. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> it's, the, it's the not knowing that's, uh, that's the surprise, you know. Uh, but, uh, look, if y'all coming down this morning or you want to fish this weekend, hook that left at the bridge and come on down to see us. We're waiting on you. We got we got, we got got a crew of people here waiting, getting ready to wait on you. So, and you know, there'll be no line. You just jump in and get, get going. Sounds good, Robbie. Lots of fish waiting on people to get down there and get them, and we got some good weather. It's going to be hot, you know. Take your precautions. Make sure you get plenty of ice, uh, some sport drinks, and you know the skins, uh, sunscreen, and the hats, and all that stuff because uh, summertime is here. Absolutely, absolutely. So, all right, Don. Well, we'll talk to you next Saturday. All right, stay healthy, my friend. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. All right, Robbie Campo, Shell Beach. And, uh, you know, he was talking about those sharks in the surf. And I, I, there's a story I always tell. You know, our, our good friend who is no longer with us, Captain Tofio Bourgeois, and I were flying out to those Chandelier Islands on a trip. And there were two guys that were, we were watching them from the air up above. And there were two guys that had anchored their boat. And they jumped out of the boat. And they were fishing in the surf. And there was a hammerhead shark that was no less than 10 or 11 feet long that was about 80 yards down the beach from this one guy's fish. He had no idea that shark was there. And uh, if we could have texted, took a picture of it and texted it to him, I think he would have been in the boat. But uh, so far, we just had very few incidents of people being hit by sharks in Louisiana. In fact, there's one, only one recorded fatality ever. And uh, I wrote a story about it. It happened a long time ago. And when we got time, maybe we'll tell you about it. It's also on one of our Bayou Wild TV episodes. All right, coming back after this, we're going to talk to Captain Kirk Stansel out west, Hackberry Rod and Gun. There's a new reef going to be built for you fishermen, and it's not far from the shore. We'll be back to talk to him and get a full fishing report right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And when you hear that, you know it's time to bring in Captain Kirk. Not that Captain Kirk, our Captain Kirk Stansel out at Hackberry Rod and Gun. Captain Kirk, how you doing this fine spring morning? Oh, I'm doing good. There's no wind blowing this morning. Well, that's a change. That's the truth. Gosh, it's been a brutal spring as far as wind. But we've had a we've had a good week. The winds have been down. We had one day really, really windy. But all week, we had a good week this week. Uh, the fish bit really good over here, Don. Are you talking trout, reds, both? Uh, both, trout and reds. I mean, it, it was really good. A lot of birds started working. And uh, just, I mean, the whole, just about the whole lake, from Commissary Point south in Big Lake and also in West Cove, there were just big groups of birds working all over. And what are you all throwing at them? Live, plastic, both? No, but throwing plastics. Uh, 
I was throwing mostly quarter ounce with down south lures. Uh, it seemed to be what most people were. Now, let me tell you, one day the bite quit on us. I mean, we'd get in the birds, they chasing shrimp and couldn't get a bite on I went to a voodoo shrimp and throw that thing out there. And when it hit, count to about three and just reel it really slow. Don't work it. And look, they that turned the fish. They were eating that when they weren't hitting the others. Uh huh. What about any topwater action? Oh yeah, there's some topwater action too. Catching some nice trout. You know, you're not catching as many, but there's some really nice trout uh, being caught on topwater. I've had uh, I've caught fish on corky, caught a uh, corky fat boy, and on topwater this week. Oh, that's my favorite way to catch them. You know, Kirk, yesterday I met a gentleman here. I uh, was in Abbeville, and uh, he, he makes uh, some of these rattling jig heads for saltwater. Have you ever used some okay. of rattling jig heads? Do you find that they I, provide a little bit of a little edge? I've never used them. Well, we'll uh, to I've just some. used just lead heads. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, hey, I'll give anything a try, that's for sure. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, the new reef, they, they're working on a new reef, and we're talking about the Coastal Conservation Association and Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. You know, they go around building these reefs. Most of them are put offshore. They got one that's going to be called Finfish Reef, and it's going to be constructed shortly. It's about 2,000 tons of crushed concrete. It's going to be pretty big. Five acres is what it's going to cover. And it's right. going to be pretty much in your front yard. It's going to be about two miles west of Commissary Point in about six feet of water. How far away is that from your dock? Uh, well, by the way, the crow flies, it's probably three, four miles. But we got to have to, we have to go way down to uh, for a nine-mile cut or north of Texaco cut to come around uh, the spoil bank to get to it. So but, you got to uh, go. Yeah, it's, you, you got to travel south and come back or north and come back to it? Go either way. It's about the you. same either way. And, uh, yeah, I think that's the sixth or seventh reef they've built over here. Mm-hmm. And uh, But they're really good fishing. Uh, all the reefs that they've built in the past, we've got Big Jack Reef, uh, uh, Brad Vincent Reef, the Chenier Reef north and south. I mean, and they attract a lot of fish. They're really good. Yeah, and hopefully it'll be, you know, plainly marked so people can recognize it. They'll give out the coordinates. You can find them on the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and NCCA's website. And it's easy to do it with a GPS, but, you know, normally they'll put some buoys or something around the corner so they'll mark it pretty clearly. They're, they're, they are marked. Uh, the one CCA put out a mark. And it doesn't take and long it, for the bait fish to start showing up on that, no. on that spoil material, and then that brings in the predator fish. That's right. And and look, most people think you have to fish on top of this structure to catch the fish. A lot, a lot of times, Don, especially you know, when, when you have a current moving, a lot of times those fish will be on the upcurrent up side of that structure. That's down yeah, it makes there. sense. I mean, it won't even sense. be over it. Yeah. The, the tide is pulling out the bait across from the, the material, but it's put, pulling it off the reef, so the fish will be kind of hanging on the edges over there fishing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I catch We catch a lot of fish fishing away from the actual structure itself, not right on top of it. Of course, you know, and it's good on top of it, too. And now it, this is, you know, it's all concrete stuff down there. Especially once you start getting oysters and the barnacles and stuff on it, it gets tough to fish, you know, uh, the jigs and stuff bouncing it over. You got to swim it over or use a cork because uh, right, you right. get hung up a lot. If you're not, you get you know you got to you got to use the right weight and 
figure out where the bottom is and try to work it right above that stuff. Uh, but I catch a lot of fish, like I said, off away from it. Finfish Reef. I'll we'll have to come out there and test it with you as soon as it yeah. gets down. <laughs> yeah, do, do that. Oh, Don, I want to bring up safety uh, on the water. We had a fatality over here yesterday. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, a guy running without his kill switch and without his life jacket on. Uh, he, he was thrown from the boat, and the boat circled and ran over him. And uh, it, it was a pretty gruesome mm, thing. One, one of my One of my captains... Was there, you know, saw the boat running. You know, they called. I think it was another captain from Grove Savon. They they didn't witness it actually happening, but they saw the boat circling. Called the sheriff's department, and they had to stay there. You know, and it was uh, a bad deal. Young man, forty one years old. Hmm. Only good thing about those things is it you know creates awareness and reminder for people to be extra cautious and safe. That's right. You know, what happens when you get out of a boat and it's still running? That engine locks, and that's exactly what it does. It comes after you. It happens every time. That's right. That's right. And look, it, it is state law that you have to wear your kill switch when you're running exactly. on all boats and motors. In case so. people not familiar with the kill switch, it's a, a connection that connects to you. And, uh, it, and it plugs into your console, and if you get ejected out of the boat, it comes out and it kills the engine. Engine's over. Kills with. the engine. Uh, if, if this, if this guy would have had a kill switch on, he'd, he'd be fishing again today, you know. Uh, well, it, it's just a terrible tragedy. Wildlife and Fisheries has got a, a, a program coming up shortly about, you know, wearing your life jackets, and they're going to do a special promotion on that because can't stress that enough. You know, you never know what's going to happen. That's right. I mean, and it happens in a split second, Don. Right. It, well, it just well, happens that quick. Our condolences to his family and friends. Kirk, thanks for the report. Thanks for the reminder on safety. We appreciate that. Somebody wants to get a hold of you and come catch some of those fish down there. Tell them how to get a hold of you. Okay. Uh, Toll-free number, 888-762-3391. Uh, website, Hackberry Rod and Gun, spell com, And look at our live webcam. Always good. Thank you, Captain Kirk. We'll see you next time. Okay. All right, Don. Good talking to you. All righty. There he goes, Captain Kirk Stansel. Hackberry Ron Gun out on the western edge of Louisiana in the Lake Charles area. Fishes Big Lake, Calcasieu. Got some really good duck hunting over there, too, we've experienced. All right. We come back after this. Your text messages. I'm going to get to some of those. If you want to shoot us one, it's 504-260-1870. Got some calendar announcements of stuff that's coming up. It's a busy morning here in Kaplan, Louisiana, at Crawfish Haven at Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast, where you'll listen to the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we're at Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast in Kaplan for a crawfish excursion. We'll be out running the traps and boiling crawfish. And speaking of crawfish, got a couple of events coming up. The 7th Annual Venetian Isles Crawfish Cook-Off going to be next Saturday, May 14th. From noon to 4, it's that old Spanish trail at the firehouse, $20 for adult tickets, 25 if you get them the day of the event. And for kids 5 to 12, it's only $10. Some good crawfish cooking going on there. And then also the same day, next Saturday, after I get off the air, I am going to try to defend my title as the best boiling team at the Build and Boil. This is going to be at 2801 Marai Street in New Orleans. It's called Build and Boil. There are teams that will be out there. And, of course, you, the participants, the, the audience, you can come in $25 in advance, $35 a day of it. It's all-you-can-eat crawfish. They give you a wristband, and you get to actually vote. And at the same time, this is a great organization helping families repair their homes that were impacted by Hurricane Ida. That's next 
Saturday. Look it up, Build and Boil. They've got a website, and uh, you'll see my team out there trying to defend our title. We won it last year, but, you know, once you win, they shoot for you, so it might be difficult. Also got a Pompano fishing report in, and we don't get many of those. This is a report from Alabama that says that uh, they're biting right now off the shoreline, and the way that you fish them is with a chunk of peeled shrimp, or if you get some of those sand fleas and uh, just use a double hook rig with the light pyramid-type weight in the surf, uh, usually about an ounce, depending on the, the tide and the wave action there. Small hooks, size 8 to, to one zero, And some people like the Cayley hooks. I use uh, small circle hooks. But look for spots along the beach for clear water. You can set up your chair, sit back, and wait for your pompano. I'm not a big fan of pompano, but some people, it's their favorite fish. All right, I got some text messages coming in. We'll get to your text right after we pause 10 seconds to let our local stations identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we welcome your text, your fishing reports, your comments, your questions on our text line at 504-260-1870. I got this report in, and people are sharing their fishing info. It's been a good week. Two Lafitte brothers got blessed on Wednesday with 50 beautiful specks. That's a limit. I only had about six throwbacks, and half were 14 inches or more. It was on the south and western side of Barataria Bay. Thank you, Lord, is how we ended it. All right, we also said, uh, Don, they're catching a few trout by car drive, which is over in Slidell, and redfish on the shoreline by Bayou Nick past the Oaks, west of Bayou. Uh, lots of bait and great show. Okay, that's from our friend Big Mike. Uh, also got David Hubble, our Alabama chapter chairman. <laughs> He said he got so he had made some grits to go along with turtle soup. Wow, hope everyone stays safe and cool. That sounds good. All right, we also have, uh, let's see, Backstrap Stacker checking in with us from Mobile. He's enjoying the weather over there. It's in the low 60s. Yeah, we'll stick around. You're going to be low 60s for a while. And let's see, I've got also his report. Someone else says fishing for trout in the lower end of Mobile Bay. That's a very popular spot. And finally, we found a squirrel hunter. We got someone that's looking for squirrels in Sandy Hollow. Good luck to you. Text the number 5911. Uh, another one says, on Tuesday, went fishing Lower Tanchapahoe, caught 21 beautiful bluegill, cleaned them, surprised to see that only one of the 21 had eggs. Is this normal for this time of year? Ask Jeff Brule or anyone that might know. I uh, will tell you this, it's a little bit early. We're right on the border of the spawn, and I don't think that's unusual that only one, of course, you don't. You have to identify the males and the females. You're not going to find eggs in the males, so you've got to rule those out. But I don't think that's unusual at all. But I'm really glad to hear some fish showing up in that Tangipahoe River because there was a pretty extensive fish kill from Hurricane Ida, and maybe they're on the way back. All right, uh, asking questions about trout being caught at Bayou Lacombe. No, I have not heard any reports of that. It's probably going to be several weeks before that, that happens when they move into the mouth of the bayou there out of Lake Pontchartrain. Uh, Justin in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge, uh, he sends love and prayers to the Turgeon family in Lafitte. They are avid hunters and fishermen. going to take years for them to rebuild after Hurricane Ida. And let's see, we got uh, Lafayette Yacker checking in. He says he heard the double rigs were working in Lake Pontchartrain. Can you explain the setup, weight, color, size, and type of bait? Well, I'll talk to Mike Gallo more about this, but i got to tell you, my experience, I do not double rig in Lake Pontchartrain. When those trout are on, uh, because of the size of them and usually the way you fish and troll and pitch into those, uh, those pilings, um, I find that, you know, you don't need to do the two-at-a-time thing. 
One at a time is plenty, but that's me. But we'll talk about rigging up for double rig if you want to do that. All right, we're going to be right back after this, and uh, we got another fishing report coming up, so stick around. We'll be talking to Mitch Juricic, getting a report from the Delta Marina, find out what's happening on the west side of the river down in Plaquemines Parish right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And a happy Mother's Day weekend. And we got a couple of moms and their kids here at Bed and Breakfast. Uh, it's called Mrs. Roses and Crawfish Haven. And, uh, you know, that's one of the best gifts you can give the mom is spend some time with them. And there's no better weekend maybe to do it. We've got good weather. We've got fishing reports off the charts. Maybe a good place to do it might be down at the Delta Marina. Let's talk to Mitch Juricic and find out if he's got some good fishing action there like most of our other reporting stations. Mitch, what's going on down there this morning? Don, uh, as you heard earlier, the winds have laid down again. I mean, we're really looking forward to a great weekend ahead. Uh, the fishing has been absolutely off the charts when the weather cooperates. The speckled trout, huge, huge speckled trout, uh, you know, have been coming in. We uh, three to five pound range and, and plenty of them, too. I mean, it's been really a good spring, you know, when the weather allowed uh these guys to get out there and go catch them. Uh, we're picking up a lot of business now. Uh, people are coming in from from all over. You know, they enjoy this beautiful weather, and this weekend really really should kick off another you know another good run of fishing today and tomorrow. The winds are you know really going to be on our, in our favor. The tides on a decrease a little bit, but that gives you a little more fishing time in the afternoon because you know the tide will remain you know, raised till 1, 2 o'clock and start falling. So it's really been really been good. Uh, we're looking really forward to this weekend to see how it plays out because, uh, you know, the, weather, the weather's good, the warm, be, be ready, you know, wear the sunscreen and, and be ready because we're looking at some really warm temperatures for this time of year. And we, we, we're excited about the weekend ahead. You know, Mitch, they set the shrimp seasons at the commission meeting this week, uh, and how's the live bait holding up down there? Looking good? Oh, we've been having uh, all the live bait we needed. all went along, actually. The white shrimp stayed in uh, a lot longer this year. Uh, we really had some pretty pretty bait, and now the little brown shrimp have showed up, and it's perfect size bait. Actually, our bait was a little large a few weeks ago. But if you didn't catch no fish, you could at least eat your bait, you know. So, uh, so that was a good thing. But the, uh, yeah, we we've never had a shortage of live bait all winter, and shrimp season will be opening Monday morning, and that that's you know, that's uh, gonna probably scatter the fish out a little bit. But if you get inside those oyster reefs and all of that, that's where the fishing's been real good down Empire Channel, close to the jetty now, on the oyster reefs on both sides of the channel have really, really turned on now. And uh, and that's a good sign because last last couple of years they've been a little sluggish down there. But looks like this spring and, and this early, you know, right now it's starting to turn on real good down there. Some really nice catches of trouts, big trout, you know. We're talking with Mitch Juricic at Delta Marina. Mitch, I'm going to help out some people here. You know, there's a lot of people that are frantic right now. They didn't get a Mother's Day gift. Mother's Day is this weekend. And maybe they're going to be seeing mom tomorrow. You know what might be a perfect gift? If and, and I'm sure you can help them out with a gift certificate where they could book a charter trip with one of your guides, stay down there in the cabins, and enjoy a good meal at the Ponderosa. What mom would not enjoy that? How can they get that from you? Oh, I think we can make that happen. Uh, they just uh, 
to call up, call us up at the you know five zero four six five seven five one one six, and we could try to set that up and make it happen. I tell you what, we have a really good group of guys that are fishing out of the marine, and they really, they really do a great job. And what better way to end the day than to come in and have some of the food at the Ponderosa, fresh, fresh food right there from the from the bay, right, right, you know, by the marine. You know, we uh, we actually, you know, the oysters are still. Stellar. They're a little bit on the fresh side if you want the raw oysters, but the charbroiled oysters are off the charts. Uh, the crab cakes, I mean, we just, Chef CJ makes them crab cakes handmade to order and everything, everything's made made to order. When you get a pasta dish, it's cooked right there, fresh and, you know, fresh, ready to go. And, and it's really been nice. We uh, And we're looking forward to the upcoming snapper season. Uh, you know, we know there's going to be a lot of a lot of snapper ready to be caught. There's, you know, Empire is a really good place to fish out of. You're only eight miles from the Gulf of Mexico, you know, fishing West Delta. So it's a great, great place to run out of. We, we're looking forward to that. We have plenty of bait for that also. We're fully stocked with, with pogey, squid, ballyhoo, uh, any, other, any other thing you need to fish offshore as well as inshore. Last-minute tackle and gear, too. It's all there at Delta Marina. Mitch, it sounds we good, man. Just got a like new, we for a great new, new order. We just got a new order of tackle in. Our walls are fully stocked. And tackle's been a hard thing to get. I know if you talk to many tackle stores and yes. all, you know, everything's just been hard to get. So I made a, a big order a few weeks ago, and we were fortunate enough to get most of the order in. So we're fully stocked on that. Our shelves are full, and have some extra on standby because, believe me, if you can get your hands on it, you have to order as much as you can. And it's kind of crazy, but, but we're fully stocked. We're ready to go. We're locked and loaded now. We, we're ready to go. All right. Sounds good, Mitch. Thanks for the report. And y'all have a great Mother's Day weekend down there, and we'll catch up with you next time. Thanks, Don. All righty, Mitch Jurisic down at the Delta Marina. Don't forget that name. All right, we come back after this. We're going to talk to Captain Darrell Carpenter. He's got a Grand Isle report for us, but he's also got a report from the legislature, very important House concurrent resolution going up before the House committee next Tuesday. He wants to talk about that. It's dealing with access to our waterways, very important issue. Back with Daryl Carpenter, realscreamers.com, up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. You know, Mitch was talking about the snapper season. It's going to kick off Memorial Day weekend, both the Alabama and uh, Louisiana coast. And, you know, it's a new law, not really that new, but it's required that you have uh, uh, the gear on board with you that will uh, let the fish swim for another day, a, a venting tool when they suffer from barotrauma, which is when – they blow up when the, the changes in pressure when they come up from the depths. And uh, we're going to be uh, telling you how you can get a free, absolutely free, $100 value kit that you can take out there to release those fish. We're going to be talking with Dr. Nick Haddad right after the top of the hour. But right now we talk to Captain Darrell Carpenter getting a Grand Isle report and also a legislative report on House Concurrent Resolution 102, very important piece of legislation, going to be up for consideration in next week's legislature, and Daryl's going to tell us all about it. Daryl, you pick it. Fishing first or legislature first? Well, since Mitch just did such a good job, let's do the fishing report first. I can echo everything that Mitch just said, with the exception that between Grand Isle and where Mitch is fishing, that, that dredge project rebuilding Grand Terra Island is back in full swing. So on these big tide days, the tide's picking up that muddy, muddy water and shooting it around everywhere. So you got to be very careful of that. Watch the tides and watch that muddy water. 
Other than that, Don, moving straight to HCR 102, basically what happened was earlier this year, following, following that task force and all we did, a young lady who was a law student had some connection to like a C grant and all of that, took it on herself to do a very extensive law study. And she found out all along that our existing laws say just what we've, we've been arguing all the time, that moving water is a public thing belonging to the public. So this resolution pretty much restates that, asks the legislature to recognize that. And because it's a public thing, it's subject to regulation and asking the, the legislature to start asking, you know, to start formulating regulation to regulate the access to all running waters of the state. Um, just the typical thing, and I guess what's so important about this is a legislative tactic, a legislative move. It was introduced last week after being vetted by several attorneys, and boom, immediately now they're going to hear it this week. So we've got very little time to organize our folks, to organize comments, to organize support for it. So this coming Tuesday in the NAT resource hearing, uh, this this HCR 102 will be heard. Um, between now and Tuesday, we need everybody that can. Heck, if you got Tuesday off and got nothing better to do, come watch that show at the Capitol. We need the support. Um, but other than that, we need emails, telephone calls, comments, anything you can to get to these legislatures to show that you support access to the water, access to the running waters of the state. We realize that there have to be some regulations formulated because we've got multiple users. That's not a problem. That'll be dealt with in the, in the years coming. But we need to get this thing straight and get it, get it passed through first. Well, you know, I've been saying for years what this state needs is a comprehensive map, and it's with t- GPS technology now, and identify every water body in the state and have it codified and declared whether it's, you know, public access or it's private waters, and work each one out so people know where they are. A lot of times we've got people that have no idea uh, that they think they're on public waterways, and then sometimes it is public and the debate comes up that a private owner thinks it's private. So all that needs to be worked out ahead of well, time because it's really hurting us. It really is hurting the state. There is one existing definition in the state, and only one that we're able to find over the last eight years. There's one existing definition in the state that says what private water is, and that's tied to the state requires you to have a fishing license. That fishing license gives you the right to fish all publicly owned waters. The right that it gives you and is supported by your fees for the fishing license is defined, and the the private waters are defined. And basically... That definition, shortchanging it here for the radio, that definition basically says if you don't have a levee built around it and it's a pond in your backyard, then it's public. Thus, you need to have a fishing license. And that license gives you the authority and the right to fish it. So, I mean, that's pretty much what, what our existing laws say. Well, we'll see what happens with uh, HCR 102. If you, you know your legislator, uh, particularly if they're in the House side, the Natural Resources Committee is going to hear it next Tuesday. Let them know how you feel about it. Darrell, thanks so much for the report, and also thanks for keeping an eye for the public access. It's such an important issue here in Louisiana. We really appreciate and Don, it. And, Don, on the, on the Coastal Coalition Facebook page, we have all those emails and all listed, so be sure to look them up there if you want to shortchange your process. Coastal Coalition. Got it. Thanks, Darrell. We'll catch up with you next week. Thank you. All right, coming up right after the top of the hour news, Dr. Nick Haddad is going to join us. He's with the University of Florida, going to tell us about how you can get a free kit 
to safely release your fish offshore to let them fish and fight another day. Plus more fishing reports, bad boys, and all that stuff you and I love to talk about. We're here in Kaplan, Mrs. Rose Bed and Breakfast, where you listen to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.